This is episode eight of This Is Us Too with Mary and Blake. I'm sorry. I know this is not a fun way to spend the holiday. Not fun? Are you kidding me? Listening to your sister's husband brag about his expensive CD player for three hours is the definition of fun. I always thought that when my folks die, we get to do our own thing, you know? Make up our own stupid traditions with the kids. That's because you're a very, very naive man. No? Thank you. Princeton, Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. All right, everyone, welcome. I'm your host, Mary Larson. My name's Blake, and... I remember why I love Thanksgiving so much, but also hate it at the very same time. Right? This episode brought back all the feels. All of the feels. And oh, I think my goodness. The hardest part about Thanksgiving for many people is family. It's dealing with all those family issues. It's dealing with the, the skeletons they have in the closet. It's dealing with those di- different interactions. And I'm going to tell you something, guys. Having to um, confront or know that your parent is lying is one of the hardest things ever. Mm. It is at that moment that your parent is no longer superhuman. A, you know, a superhero, this person that you had on a pedestal forever, whether it happens to you when you're 12, 16, 26, 46, 56, it often happens and it, it is hard. Um, I remember when it happened for me. I won't get into details because my poor daddy might watch this. My daddy is such a sweet man. He is so, so sweet. But um, he left his emails open at my house one day. And when I watched this episode and I saw Randall going through his biological dad's stuff and he saw the letter and he saw everything, I was like, oh my God, this is like me. Except in the technology age, my dad left his email open on my laptop at my house. Oh, not 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 a good thing when it's around you. And I'm I'm a nosy <laughs> nosy person. I don't mean to be, but I'm nosy. And I read something I really shouldn't have. And I read something that not only should I not have, but I read something that made me not think of my dad as a superhero, which mm. sucks because my dad's awesome. It made me see him as human, but not a superhero. And I battled with it for a long time because I wanted to talk to him about it, and uh, I never did. I never did. And so I was so proud of Randall to find that letter and to not let a single moment go by. They didn't even get to eat that darn turkey Mm -hmm. that he worked so hard on. He just came back, threw it out on the table. Why did I find a letter with your handwriting and a picture of me when I was eight years old? Ooh, chills up my spine when when I heard that. It was that moment that Randall realized that Rebecca is not a superhero. Oh. Are you excited? Are you yeah, excited to am. give your lemonade rating for this well, episode? We, we got to give the details first. Well, give me the details. All right, the details. Done. Obviously, the title of this episode was Pilgrim Rick. Thank Pilgrim you Rick. Pilgrim Rick, thank you very much. <laughs> the director was Sarah Pia Anderson. She's done shows like Taken, uh, that show Bosch on Amazon, mm-hmm. Big Love, Ugly Betty, Grey's Anatomy, and my personal favorite, guess Tell what? Me. Guess what? Chicken butt. If you're out. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Yes. She's, she's got some Gilmore Girls in her. Yes. In her, Love it. In her past as well, which I'm very excited about. Uh, the writers are as Isaac Aptaker and Elizabeth Berger, mm-hmm. and this is very important because they've they're actually partners. They work on all the same projects, and they actually just wrote that movie that just came out, Love Simon, about that kid who's in high school and he hasn't come out that he's gay yet, and it's got like all these great reviews. Nice, it's out right now. As okay. a matter of fact, in today's in today's time, mm-hmm. uh, they also did about a boy, the show, and Grandfathered, the one with John Stamos. Nice. And, and and I say that this, they're important because as of right now, this very moment, they're actually the showrunners of This Is Us now. Very cool. They're actually the showrunners. Uh, Dan Fogelman, who was the guy who was the showrunner for season one, gave it up, as I mentioned earlier uh, in one of the, our past episodes, gave it up on the penultimate episode of season one. And now these guys have actually taken it over. And you can tell the... Uh, because the writing quality, especially in this episode, this mm-hmm. is the first episode they have credit for. This episode was actually quite fantastic. Oh my gosh, it was unbelievable. And it so was unbelievable. Now I need to know, my darling. Yes. What exactly your lemonade rating is. My lemonade rating. On a scale of one to five, I give this a full solid five glasses full of lemonade. Loved this episode. Mm-hmm. It was hard. It was funny. It gave me all the feels. And when an episode does that and it brings tears to my eyes, it gets five. How about you? You know, uh, I've been down on the past couple of episodes, and I'm proud and extremely happy to say that I'm all the way back up to 4.9 on hey. this bad boy. I have written down here 4.8. Just for posterity's sake, it's written down 4.8. But really, it's 4.9. But as I started reading my notes, and I, I said, oh, yeah, that was good. That was good. And this was good. It's a 4.9. It's not perfect, mm-hmm. but it is absolutely excellent and I'm very happy that these guys are now the showrunners at least based off of this one particular episode they have a few more episodes coming up that they actually have uh, writing credits on for the rest of the season so I'm very happy how about you what's what's your uh, your GBG your good bad and great, great. alright so my GBG my good bad great my good would be that Jack seriously wins father of the year father of eternity this guy is able to take some terrible situations some real rundown crummy situations where as a parent with the three kids screaming fighting in the back all these scenarios he could have easily just been a little grump himself Mm -hmm. he obviously doesn't want to be going to rebecca's parents house for thanksgiving either and instead he ends up making it a wonderful magical experience for the entire family so much that randall continues this tradition through well, up to 36 years old. So yeah. I just think that Jack is such a wonderful dad. He really took that um, that talk that he had with Rebecca seriously where he said, I'm, I'm going to be an 11. Mm-hmm. And he has my bad. Is Olivia needs to stop being so emo. <laughs> she finally gets a piece of pie. And she doesn't want it. Oh, gosh. And what was weird was it happened right after Kevin had that interaction with Miguel. No, you cannot wear the hat. And then all of a sudden, she didn't want her pie. And I was like, do you not want the pie because you actually haven't eaten pie? Like, (laughs) period, ever. You just don't eat cupcakes. You don't eat carbs. Because you all get cranky when there was a big, nice piece of pie and this nice man. So I'm glad William talked some sense into her. But she was rather just so rude to everybody. And I, I don't really like her attitude. I don't know if this is how a lot of thespians in New York are. If they're just cranky and that's how they can pull from their angst on stage. But I'm just not digging this Olivia emo thing. And my great was that this episode gave me hashtag all the feels. All the feels. Mm -hmm. From being, uh, Randall went from 
at the end of this episode saying that this was his favorite Thanksgiving, that he's going to want to have a, his Thanksgiving like this every single year. And we see that we start the episode with the the alarm clock going off with him at 6.30 a.m. playing Call Me Al. And he's up and Thanksgiving dad's a hot dad. And he's just so happy. He <laughs> made me laugh. He made both of us laugh, waking the whole family up, being so excited. Um, you know, there were, there were his, the siblings had things going on, but really it was Randall's show. And then to see him go from his ultimate high, his favorite holiday, mm-hmm. to then literally having the rug ripped out from underneath him and having his superhero mom no longer be that. And his superhero dad is dead. Right. So now what's going on? So <laughs> as hard as it was, I loved that I had such a wide range of feelings in this hour long episode. Sure, How about yeah. you? Uh, you know, I, I actually, I don't have a bad. Well, I got a small bad, but it's kind of nonsensical. So I'm just going to, I'm going to leave okay. that to the end. Yeah. But I have a good, great and best t- for today. How's that sound? Mm-hmm. All right. My good. Uh, the good was Kate actually taking somewhat of a, a back seat in this episode. And it's not because I don't like Kate. Mm-hmm. You, you know that I do. But I think the show serves itself a little bit better when it's focused on one or two characters per episode. It's kind of like Lost, how they did it. And, and you know they would focus on one person for the episode. Mm-hmm. And they would tell that story and how they related to everybody else. But it would be the center of that episode would be one person. Or the leftovers. You know, It started off um, very big. But then eventually they learned, okay, we have to focus on one person. And that's when it got fantastic. And I feel like Kate, even though there was a big reveal of her getting gastric bypass surgery and all that other stuff, her taking a back seat in this episode allowed the time and the, the, the space necessary to tell Randall's story. Yes. And Kevin's story and how Olivia plays into that. I mean, they, they literally took Kate and they stuck her on a plane. And that was it. That was all they did. Yes. And I feel like that was... A plane was... which was severely delayed, as they often are on right. Thanksgiving. Right. Yes. And, and I, think that's, I think that's a good move for the show itself. Mm-hmm. And I hope that they find a way to do that in future episodes, to give us more depth per character per episode. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Uh, the great was drawing the connections between the two dinners. <sighs> Right. Yes. You know the the one the one in the past. It started off regretful and full. The cranberry of sauce angst. ruined. I know. Cranky kids. And it went off the rails. I mean, the the tire exploding. Literally and, went off the rails. Yeah, yes. It, yeah. It went off the rails, only to turn perfect, with Randall saying that he wanted every single Thanksgiving to be just like this. Right. Loved it. And this was then juxtaposed by the fact that the later dinner, when they're adults, mm-hmm. was supposed to be perfect. They had the hot dogs, they had the saltine crackers, they had the police academy, they had it all. It was all set to go. Only to be terrible (laughs) and Randall telling his mother that he couldn't even really look at her, right? Yeah. So it's the, the, the the first dinner ends with Randall saying, I want this to his mother, being like, I want this to be the same way. Oh, you're right. Every, he says every... it right to her. They're all cuddled up. And, and then so the, sweet. his adult version says, I can't even look at you. Oh. oh, my goodness. And, you know, only I feel like This Is Us and some other few select shows could pull this kind of episode off, you know, given with all given all the reveals and how everything is uh, weaved together with all the different traditions and 3.4 miles and the hot dogs and, and all that stuff. Give me all of it. Sign me up. Only, only This Is Us could do that, which kind of goes back, which kind of relates to my best portion of this episode, right? And the best portion of this episode is 
everybody at the end of the episode, it ends with everybody in the past. All the kids with, with uh, Jack and Rebecca. Mm-hmm. And they're all happy, right? Oh, yeah. And it shows you how th- far things have fallen for the Pearsons. Mm-hmm. And it, it works because, in my opinion, it shows that the future is hopeful, that they are all family, and they all do love each other more than anything, right? But it's also heartbreaking in the very same sense because it does show you how far things have fallen. And it's like, and they don't, and luckily they don't end with Randall throwing the thing down. Correct. They end with everybody being happy together as kids, but it's heartbreaking at the same time. It was that ironic little twist of him, I don't even want to look at you, and then hearing him say, I want to have Thanksgiving like this forever. I, I loved it because Randall, he takes that ball and he just, chucks it like a like a little kid and he kind of reverts to the way he was when he was a kid in, in that in the previous thanksgiving oh, I like that, that we saw yeah, yeah, he just okay. takes and chucks it Boom. an adult wouldn't do yes. that he was just like I yeah, would. no way thanks all set i would do that you no know, you'd huck it at the person no i wouldn't i don't cause harm <laughs> i know i would um <laughs> but you know what i'm gonna give you a small bad and okay. it's, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of irrelevant, but it, it is kind of bad. There is no way. I mean, you the, did give it 4.9. So something had something to irk has you. To be, something okay. has to irk me. And I'll tell you what it is. There is no fracking chance I'm eating hot dogs with American cheese. Stop it. And crackers Stop <laughs> on a bun. It. There is Not on a bun. No chance. Didn't you see? They like melted the cheese and then they crushed up the saltines and then they rolled it into it. It's like a little crunchy, cheesy goodness thing. I bet it tastes delicious. I want to know if anyone's actually made that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that there are some serious... You know how there's like really classy cookbooks? Like there's an Outlander cookbook. Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's now going to be a This Is Us cookbook, including (laughs) the hot dogs wrapped in Kraft cheese and crushed saltines. (laughs) The Thanksgiving special. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, let's dive in to this episode and discuss it a little bit more. Sure. And break it on down. So I thought we could break it down by the family members, by the siblings especially, um, because um, that's just the major three. So really, Kate had the the short shortest plot line in this episode right. she breaks up with toby she's and i this is what i wanted to ask do you get it do you agree with her choice of breaking up with toby he's shoving his face with the wine with the pasta and you can tell she is in agony and she reminds him i told you i couldn't fall in love with a fat person yeah they break up mm-hmm. and she flies home to new york alone do you feel like she made the right choice um, well, she made the right choice going home. That that's oh yeah, that, but that I is mean, what it is. breaking up with Toby, right? Um, oh, you know, th- this situation. Uh, I'm going to get big picture here, right? Uh, life, capital L, life is messy, right? Mm-hmm. And this situation is messy because Toby has been an extraordinarily positive presence in her life and she says just as much and he does a lot of different things for her and she and he brings her out of her shell right Mm -hmm. the issue that makes this messy in my opinion is kate says yeah you know it's okay you can you can eat the food and uh, order that dessert or order that food when when we go don't worry about it i'm okay and how can you blame toby for eating the food when she says, hey, it's, it's all right. You, you do what you got to do. So I think it was the right choice for Kate. 
okay, I got, I got to, I got to, you got to convince me because I'm not sure if I can co-sign on this. Okay, so growing up in a family with um, obesity issues and uh-huh. like addiction to eating, I see addictions as addictions, whether they're to alcohol or gambling or to food. Kate has a severe food addiction. It is unhealthy for her. And for some reason, her boyfriend chooses to eat poorly in the few meals that they're together. They don't eat three square meals together a day, seven days a week. They're not living together. They don't work together. But on their date nights, which is very few and far in between probably compared to all the meals that she has to eat, he chooses to continue to splurge. So I thought about it this way. If someone is an alcoholic, is, because remember, Kate is still going to these meetings. Kate is still battling her monsters. She is not Miss Thin. She has not beaten her her food issues, okay? Mm-hmm. She is still in the thick of it. If someone is an alcoholic and is working the 12-step program or is working on getting dry, would you, as their significant other, say, hey, um, I'm still going to be drinking at all of our dates, okay? This is this okay? And the person can say, "Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't mean like I don't want you to stop and not be who you are. That's okay." But really, really, when someone is that addicted to something that is potentially going to kill them, mm-hmm. that is terrible for their health, sure. Really, you choose to do that, and 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 that's why I say this is messy because there's no right answer, right? Mm-hmm. There there is no right answer. It, it one person can say, "Well, she should have just." told him no no i i can't because if there is an alcoholic and someone does say hey do you mind if i have a drink and that alcoholic does say oh yeah oh yeah knowing that it's going to be a problem how often does that happen it happens all the time to people when you are weak when it is your thing that has its grasp on you right people who are smokers who try to give up smoking. Oh, can I smoke around you? I know you've been quitting. Oh yeah, it's fine. They, they start to salivate. They start to crave the taste of it again. And that's why I'm saying, again, again, messy. Because, yeah. because they're, they're, um, either you expect responsibility for yourself mm-hmm. or you expect compassion uh, for your situation. And when it comes down to it, she's an adult. And she yes. should say, "No, I can't. I, I can't be around." I don't think this she's food. strong enough yet. And I think now that's a different that's a different conversation. But that's what I'm getting at is that I don't think she's strong enough yet. That is why this is a struggle. That is why she is in a, a support group. That is why she has now decided to get a gastric bypass surgery, which right. is no small feat. That is a really, really crazy, tough thing on your body. It's incredibly difficult on your body. There right. are so many other health complications that can come of that. And she's now making this choice because it is that bad. So I agree. I mean, Toby has done so many wonderful things for her, but I don't think she's strong enough. And I don't think she has the words yet because it's so embarrassing for her. That food, something as simple as food, it is almost easier if you can say, oh, alcohol, because alcohol is so bad. But it's so hard for her to be like, food has still such a hard grip on me. Sure. So maybe it's something that she'll be able to say next episode. Who knows? Well, you know, the funny thing is that Chrissy Metz, the girl who plays Kate, Mm -hmm. she actually uh, let everybody know that in her contract, she has to lose weight for the show. Awesome. And... You know, it's 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 hard. It, it's hard to talk about the weight loss issue of the show, mm-hmm. knowing now because I, you know, when we were doing my notes for the show, I started looking into it, and because the gastric bypass thing started getting me to look into all the all these different 
notes for it. And I saw that she wrote it. So it's hard because I, I wonder, am I criticizing this part of the show or this sole focus of Kate's character? And it, is it unfair? You know what I mean? So think about it then as alcohol. Because I know some people who have had such a rough time and have become sober and they're working so diligently and they can't go out in those social situations. Their friends have changed. Some of them have left them because... Alcohol is such a social thing. Food is such a social thing in our our in our society. But I think food is given. I mean, obviously, it's different. But I think when you put it into that perspective, that an addiction is an addiction, especially an unhealthy addiction is an unhealthy addiction. So I'm not saying Toby is a bad guy. I'm saying that yeah, Kate doesn't have the words for this yet, and Toby doesn't have the sight to see that this is an unhealthy addiction mm-hmm. that Kate can't get through right now. I think now. That those are all reasonable and responsible takes for for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> all good takes. Awesome. Awesome. So that's really Kate's story. Then we move on to Kevin, who asks his stage wife, Olivia, mm-hmm. to come home with him for Thanksgiving. And Olivia is just like, no, now mind you, she's she's British, she, but her mom is American, so right. she has celebrated Thanksgiving. She's got all cranky. Oh, I don't know. Uh, what did she say about Wonder Bread? <laughs> can you, can you just keep doing the British accent for me? Why? Because it was just really hot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> like all like bitchy, like Emily Blunt. We you know what I'm talking about? On Facebook. Sorry. I don't know what Mark Zuckerberg's rules are on that. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg's got his own problems with uh, with Congress right now. He Not- did a great job uh, standing up, but yeah, he's he's got his own stuff going on. But nonetheless, so Olivia, all right, what I don't need to go and see. Uh, what is it? Wonder Bread, something. Yeah. Oh, your your Wonder Bread family. Yeah, something to that degree where Kevin's like, oh no, you have honey. no idea. My dad is dead. My mom married his best friend. My sister. Is is wildly overrated. Uh, my my brother, who's adopted, just met his birth father. Blah 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 blah. And blah. he's black. <laughs> All these different things, like like everything. So Olivia signs up and comes to Thanksgiving. How did you feel about Kevin in this episode? Not Olivia, but Kevin. Um, I you know the easy thing to say is Kevin was being a real dick to to boy your boy Miguel. When he's like, hey, when Miguel's like, hey, can I have the hat? I'd like to do the hat. And he's like, no, uh, sorry. Uh, this is what Randall and I do. Uh, I've done that to my stepmom. Uh, yes, you have. And I, I know that I have, you know, not been so nice to some of my family members, uh, including my stepmom. Uh, <laughs> so I, I I feel it. No, I'm nice. Uh, yes, you are. You're much nicer than I am to my stepmother. <laughs> um, I would say this. I think it's easy to to get on Kevin for it, but I understand. I understand where he's coming from, and I'll tell you why. Tell me. Because Break it on down. Because you know, between uh, the episode when, when Kevin was at the funeral, the memorial service mm-hmm. with Olivia, and how he was talking about his dad, and how, and then only that in the pool episode as well, when they're when he's fighting for everyone's attention. You know, the person that you want the most attention from, you often love most. And yeah. I understand where he's coming from because Jack is such a great dad, at least the way that it's portrayed so far in the show, right? Correct. Um, so I get why 
he's telling Miguel to go get a shine box a little bit because screw him. Like, you're not my dad. You are not allowed this to wear this This isn't his tradition. I agree. You, know? you weren't there. And uh, I will t- say, Miguel, way to like, first, just throw this on Kevin the day of, like of oh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's not like he reached out to him, you know, early on the fall and was like, listen, man, I really want to be more involved in this family. Can I please do the hat thing you think or think about it? He tell He asks him in front of his new girl. Right. It, it, like, like that was not at the party. Like what are you doing, I dude? I mean, I guess if he really wanted the hat, that was the way to do it. Like, ooh, if I ask Kevin in front of his new girlfriend, he can't say no. If he I, can't say no. If I carpet bomb him right at the beginning, maybe he'll do it. <laughs> nope. And Kevin held his ground and said, "I'm sorry. No. This is the tradition that we do." And I, you know, as as people who have step um Step parents, especially step parents that we've gotten as adults. It's not like we grew up with them raising us and being a part of, of our childhood. It is kind of hard when you can sit there and be like, no, 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 you. <laughs> I don't no, think so. This isn't how this family works, honey. Um, but I love that he did come around and have Miguel do it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was because he felt guilty with Olivia. I think that Kevin really took a moment. And this is why Miguel should have just asked him in September. Because right. Kevin probably would have said no at first, thought about it, and then said, sure, why not? Right. Don't ask the guy while he's handed pie to his girlfriend. Freaking Miguel. Always always dropping the ball, man. Always dropping the ball. Marrying Jack's wife, asking Can't. for the hat. Can't. What are you doing, man? That's why he's your boy. So we have Olivia <laughs> go outside and have that great chat with William. Oh, and William, this was great. Oh, how does it feel to be dying? Okay, Olivia, take off that black eyeliner. <laughs> All right. The, the sun is not as black as your hot. I Please promise. Please go eat a piece of pie and put a smile on your face because it's flipping Thanksgiving. Asks a dying man what it feels like to be dying. Classy. Yeah. Oh God, it reminds Classy. it reminds me of Outlander. Do you remember the scene in Outlander when Blackjack asks Jamie what it's like to be wearing to still be alive but wearing all the dead skin? Like that's an awkward question to begin with. But then like you expect an answer from this guy. Like what are you doing? Yeah, and William handles it with such grace. Such grace and is then able to twist it and turn it. He takes this little snarky woman and he then tells her about how he's cherishing each moment, but how they're really going so quickly Mm -hmm. and how he's not even able to hold on to them anymore. Right. That was beautiful. And this is when you know a show is good because it can take characters that you don't think should be together at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, who the hell would have ever thought Olivia is sharing uh, a, a, a scene with William. I mean, nobody, nobody ever would think that, right? Not not only do they share that scene, but it is so beautiful. The monologue that Aptaker and, and Berger had written was so great uh, that it kind of set you back. And that's what, of course, ends up changing Olivia's mind about the whole thing where mm-hmm. she does take the pie. And, and do I find it a, a little, you know, uh, quaint that... Kevin and Olivia are now a thing. I do. And I... I don't find it quaint. I find it... I have a developing take, okay? Okay. I get a developing take. I don't want them to succeed. This is what happens to everyone in Hollywood, in theater. That's true. If you have chemistry, you have chemistry. Mm -hmm. Things happen. Things happen. So before we dive into Randall's story, I want to take a moment a little bit to tell you about today's sponsor. (laughs) 
This episode of This Is Us 2 is brought to you by Minute With Mary. It's the best place to discover new makeup and uncover your confidence as a woman. It's me. It's me, guys. In my spare time, I like to help you feel more confident with your skin, be more creative with your makeup, and I love doing this. So while my kids nap or while they go to sleep, I work one-on-one with you to help you achieve a look or try something new, and it's one of my favorite things to do. So you can learn more by searching the hashtag MinuteWithMary on Facebook, or you can go to MinuteWithMary.com to learn more. All right, so Randall. Ooh, man, Randall. Waking Up with Call Me Out. That is one of my favorite songs. Uh-huh. I have such fond memories of playing <laughs> that song in marching band in college. And all of us, like during the solo time, you know that do 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 Yeah, we like jammed in the dark. All of us band nerds jamming in the dark. You are such a nerd. I'm such a nerd, but I love that song. And it was one of my favorite moments. So Brian Carney, if you're watching this, thank you for that moment. Um, but waking up to that song, having that tradition, um, and seeing as you said, the change from being this child that really was getting beat up by Kevin. They were just wrestling the whole time, Mm -hmm. hated going, talking about how Rebecca's parents would say, we want a picture of just the twins. Stop it. And that's another good thing about this show too. It does not back down from the complexities of a mixed family. Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. it, it, It says, this is what we are. This is us. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is us. Accept what we're doing, and we're going to tackle this. And I, and I like that. And the fact that they're talking about her parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the racial bias and the racial undertones that 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 it, it, it makes an example of. It, not a lot of shows would have the balls to take that on. You know what I mean? I do. I do. And what I loved is how Jack and Rebecca really mostly Jack in this episode, is able to turn this wretched day around so much that Randall continues this. Randall, as a grown man, does this really weird Thanksgiving tradition, has all the family still come together. He is the glue that binds everybody. We've mentioned it before. Kate and Kevin, we don't know why, are not as close to Rebecca. Rebecca wouldn't talk on the phone. Like Randall wouldn't hand Kevin the phone when it was Rebecca. Kate, obviously, we've heard, has issues with Rebecca. Randall is the glue. And in the, the the first scene, of course, with Jack. Jack's really the glue. He's making it fun. He is the enthusiastic uh, pilgrim, Rick. And and I'm so sad for Randall. Going through, he wants it to be perfect for everybody so much. He has the perfect food. He's got the the hike. He's excited that any anybody and everybody's coming. Even that Kate's not bringing her boyfriend, but it's okay. There's drama. He still says it with such a smile on his face. He goes to his to William's apartment to go find these tapes because he wants William's last Thanksgiving to be perfect. He does everything he can, just like Jack did, mm-hmm. to make Thanksgiving perfect for his family. Sure, and then he gets the bomb. Oh my gosh. That bomb, that there's a nuclear that that's that that is a hydrogen bomb of epic proportion. That that is However, I'm so happy it happened this way. Yeah, I'm 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 happy that it happened that well, I'm sorry, you go ahead. You go ahead. Oh no, because you know it starts off the episode with Beth and Rebecca having that little female face off, and I was like, gosh, I love Beth. I love her so much right. because you know, there are many people who would be awkward with their significant other's parents. You know, just kind of like, hi, did you get my phone call? You know, I really want to talk to you about this. No. Beth stood her ground, shoulders back, and said, Rebecca, what's been going on? I've been trying to call you. And Rebecca says, oh, in my own time. And Beth says, no. No, tonight. 
Like you are going to find the time today to talk to my husband because I don't know how your marriage is, but in my marriage, we tell the truth and we're honest with each other. And I loved that. Right. But then Randall found out anyway on his own. (sighs) Man, and I'm glad that he found out on his own. And and I'll, I'll say why. Because I remember saying, oh, you know, it would subvert all, all the, our expectations by having Rebecca tell him and, and yada, yada. Um, it's better that he found out on his own because it shows that Rebecca w- did eventually realize that she has that she did have to tell him. She mm-hmm. makes an effort to say, we need to find the time to take a, to take a talk here. Yeah. Um, and it's good that William doesn't say anything because it's not his place to not say it. Not at all. But for Randall to discover it on his own at Randall's place, um, at, uh, at William's yes. place by accident, um, that makes most sense, I think, for the character and for yeah. the other characters that are involved in this little troika here. Oh, oh, just all the things. And and Randall is not going to sleep for I many months. He, I just, it's one of those things like. You know you've been in those situations when you know you've done something wrong and somebody pulls something out and they're like, hey, um, what's this? And there's no talking around it. There's no way out. No. There's, there's, there's just, you have to own it. And you got to say, yeah, I screwed that up. You know, like, that is awful. And for him to just say, I can't even... I can't even look at you. But because that's it. It's not like he had to confront just anybody. I mean, I've had to confront friends. Friends have had to confront me. My parents have had to confront me about things. But he, as a child, had to confront his mother, his superhero. Mm-hmm. He had to do that. And that's why it was so heavy. Per- and that's why it was such a great episode. The person that you think that he probably has the best relationship with mm-hmm. has now kind of burned it to the ground Correct. a little bit here. And... I, again, like I said, I don't think it is coincidence that this is Thanksgiving, and I don't think it's coincidence that Kate is now on her way. All of the Pearson children are together. They're there. And I don't think that this is coincidence that we're halfway through season one at this point. Mm-hmm. Or we're, I think we're one episode behind. Either way, we're, in the we're, middle. At, we're at the midpoint. Mm-hmm. This is when things start to take a turn. And I, uh, this, I, it, this will probably fuel the rest of the oh, first is. season. This roller coaster is is heading on down a slope. So on that note, well, do you have any final thoughts, my darling? Um, I can't wait to watch the next episode as soon as we stop recording this <laughs> podcast episode. That's what I've got going on for myself. Um, I know when I'm enjoying a television show when mm-hmm. I'm when I'm thinking about it and when I'm 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 like I. Again, I, I've said before, I, I dissect these things and I and I like, I start playing them in my head over and over again. Look at you, but nice. I but I know that I'm enjoying the show when it starts to affect me personally, and when there are situations in my life that I can look back towards. Should you have shared your personal story in the beginning? No, of this no, episode? no, not necessarily. Oh, okay. that's, that's just an overall feel. I mean, like for like I'll just you know for Lost, it was it was it, it showed me how to watch television. It showed mm-hmm. me how to find and discover love really i mean uh, your ring you're welcome i know it's i'll do to my my beautiful wife and on her ring it says my dream that is from lost Uh, the leftovers helped me get over my own depression and i always think about that show when i feel a certain way um I always think about some of the things that happened in that show halt and catch fire made me think about the man i wanted to be in terms of my achievements and in this show this show, I always go back to 
this is what it should be like to be a better dad. This is what it should be like to be a better husband. And when it starts affecting me like that, and I start thinking about it, I know that I'm really enjoying this show. So that is my final thought. I'm, I'm quite impressed by, by This Is Us. Is it a little emotionally manipulative? Yes, it is. But it's still very relatable, and I'm still enjoying it a lot. Me too. So Me too. That is that. Ready to close it out? I am. All right, let's do it. So once again... We are so thankful that you took the time to listen to this episode. If you've enjoyed it, please share with your friends. This is one of the coolest things about podcasting is that really people find out about it through word of mouth. Their friends take their phones and say, you need to listen to these people. They help them find the podcast app because believe it or not, there's people in this world who still don't know what a podcast is. Shame. (laughs) Shame. So help your friends learn about it. You can, um, of course, find us on Facebook on Mary and Blake. You could find our other podcasts at maryandblake.com. If you want your makeup, hey, check out MarionItWithMary.com. But for now, I'm Mary. My name's Blake. And this is Us Too. <laughs> <laughs>